Welcome, Warriors. This is Outreach Warrior with James Baker on episode two. My name is James Baker, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Tom Laskowski. Tom does all the behind-the-scenes work here at Outreach Warrior, and he is a great friend, and he is a very passionate person about what he does. We're going to have Tom on the show today for a little interview with me, your host, James Baker. Well, thanks for having me, man. Um, I wanted to be on this second show because the first show, I heard some things I had never heard before, but I also didn't hear some of those things that first attracted me to working with you when Mike reached out, um, a friend of ours, uh, Mike reached out to me originally and asked me if I was interested in working on a documentary um, based on the activities you're doing with Starfish. And I was very interested because I myself have tried to help the homeless many times and uh, sometimes successful, sometimes not. But after hearing your story, I really wanted to do more than a documentary. I wanted to do things like we're doing here with the podcast and, and you know, working with you with your Pizza Panda stuff. So, and there's so many aspects that really attracted me to working with you. Your passion for this is equals in least to my passion for uh, filmmaking, video, and such. But anyway, the first thing I want to hear about is the first thing that caught my attention, which was why starfish what's why the name starfish that is a great question tom um so when me and my partner started starfish um we knew we wanted to do something we knew we wanted to get active in the community with the homeless and displaced and it started off which we'll get into shortly with one person and then i heard a story of the old adage i don't know if it's a parable or something along those lines of a little boy on a beach tossing one starfish at a time into the water. And then an old man comes up to the young boy and says, there are thousands of starfish here on the beach, you can't save them all. And then the little boy replies, well, I saved that one. And that really hit home to me because at first the work we were doing kind of felt in insignificant working with just one person at a time, but for that one person we were helping and so that's where the whole starfish came from. So kind of like each person is a starfish that we're saving. And hopefully one then breeds the next, breeds the next, breeds the next, then of course breeds interest in helping to help more. Absolutely. And create what we mentioned to each other, which was really funny, um, creating more warriors. I, th I think that's wonderful, man. And uh, that's obviously what attracted me right off the bat. But now... On the last podcast, you mentioned the story about the Star Motel. Now, that touches me at home because I fell into some issue for a while where I may have, well, I thought I was going to have to move out and move into a hotel to, a motel, to get myself back on my feet. And believe it or not, Star was one of the places I looked at. And that story just rocked my world. But... There was another story, the one that you told me that helped initiate Starfish itself. And I really want you to share that story because that's almost an identical story to the Star Hotel story. So it kind of shows like, you know, this, this constant repetition of trying to at least help one Starfish at a time. It really does. They really do correlate together. Um, 
just to touch briefly back on the um, Star Motel, uh, it was back when I was working for a company called Kinder Care, uh, Child Care Center. And there was one family that was not dressed very nicely. You could tell they were, were in some pro having some problems. And um, one of the little girls wanted to buy a book at our book fair, and Dad didn't have the money, so I, I bought the book for her. She was very happy. And then that started the relationship with me and the father. Uh, I gave him rides sometimes, and that's when I saw the Star Motel. I had no idea about the situation um, that was happening with, with these people, these displaced people living in these hotels. And this was back, I want to say, 2014. Um, so I helped as much as I could, learned about this problem that was going on all around us, that many, and it's not, I don't like to use the word that we were ignorant to it, it's just we didn't know about it, and the normal person wouldn't know about it. Um, but it's it's hiding in plain sight. It's all around us. Well, now, wait a minute. Ignorance to a topic is one thing. Being an ignorant person is another thing. And I think that's where that word's gotten really bad connotations. Yeah, oh, no, I just had to say no, that. No, no, that's why. Because <laughs> ignorancy up... is okay if you learn. Yeah, absolutely. And then that, that's, how, and that's, how I, that's how I learned. Just, you know, if I didn't buy that girl that book, I, I would have never known. I, I mean, eventually probably would have found out. But I, I just never knew. And I just think the normal person... Uh, wouldn't would this wouldn't stick out to them so made a relationship with the father the mother there were three daughters and after that point with my company kinder care we put together a little outreach I, I haven't even told you about this because it was small but we did a little christmas thing there um i went to a local nonprofit and i said what are the biggest needs for people that come and that you give and that you help and they said three things shoes underwear and socks we could get toys all day long, you know, for Christmas and everything. But these are the things that they really needed. So we got almost 200 pairs of brand new shoes, tons of brand new socks, tons of brand new underwear. And um, that kind of started the fire in me to start giving back and, and, and trying to help. Now, fast forward almost 10 years later, which you just brought up about um, working, starting Starfish was, as I like to say, this young little boy that I met, he was well, like the starfish, um, won't use his real name, uh, but I worked in uh, Polk County Schools um, as an ESC teacher, and uh, ESC just means um, special needs, and um, he had a tracheotomy, um, he had a hard time talking, and I learned about his situation through um, teachers and whatnot. And kind of like the same story, I uh, made a rapport with, with the dad, I wanted to bring him some toys, you know, and I learned that he had a sister who went to a different school. And then I talked to dad and I said, hey, I'd like to give you and your family a nice Christmas, you know. I know some people that could donate some things and that's that's where it left off. That that was going to be it. That that was it. I wanted to give them a nice, a nice Christmas. So I went to meet with the father at this hotel here in Kissimmee. And when I was meeting with the father, I went after school, the school bus pulled up and there were, oh, I want to say 10, 11 kids from my school that I had no idea lived there. Wow. And that to me was the wow moment saying, it's not just this little boy and his sister. It's a handful of children right at my school, two miles down the road that are living here with their families. And at that point, I wanted to, to try to help. 
you know that leads me to uh there was a independent film that came out 192 project i believe was the name of it florida project florida project yes and i wonder how many people saw that strictly as a fictional movie maybe depicted on like this one person not the fact like myself living right off 192 i see there's hundreds of these people living in i don't even know how many are living in them and like you said on the last podcast it's not cheap no no not no not at all and i think a lot of people might think that that you know these people are displaced on the verge of homelessness and you know they're staying here for almost nothing that that is not the case at all um a lot of the people i'm not going to say all of them but a lot of the people are working full-time jobs and a lot of the people are there with their families and they're paying just from the hotel that i work very closely with it was 320 dollars a week if you think about that that's that's rent at a, an apartment that, that's, that's a mortgage as, almost. that's as much as the place that uh i own rents for here in in the community i live in and you know that that's really funny too because doesn't and this was something i ran into because i had a residence when i was in deep trouble and i i reached out to some places because i had a residence i was excluded from some of the programs that would have helped me get back on my feet which is what almost sent me to go live in a motel to get so at home. least i didn't have a permanent residence like i have here you know, I was fortunate or unfortunate in that case to have been able to pay off my place. So I didn't have that mortgage debt, which puts you into some categories, or completely without a residence or temporary residence, which puts you in another category. Yep. So that's where even some of these the motel folk uh, displaced, we decided to call them, um, they're even excluded from some programs because they've managed to get themselves a little bit of shelter yeah there and i uh right now uh, i want to talk a little more about the christmas party but just to di divulge a little bit of what i do now um, i work in a homeless shelter for 18 to 20 year old youth and i'm just now learning about what you were just saying about there's there's a lot of help out there um but for that situation you do have to be homeless and, and you have to find that help there isn't really you know, a lot of them, like I remember the, the guy with the money suit, and one of the things he said and the reason he had his book for all these programs were because when they get the money to do the program, they're not allowed to promote it because that money is to go to the program and spending the money for the people and the needs for that program, not to promote that program. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're not going to hear a commercial on, on the radio for, for help, you know, um, I, I just recently from where I'm working now is I've been blown away about all the agencies that are out there, but they're hard to find. I mean, you're not going to if you're struggling right away and, and you're on the verge of being homelessness, being homeless, you know, you're going to need some a caseworker or something like that to help you get in touch with these with these agencies. And that's where it'd be cool if maybe this show could help with some of that, maybe find out some of these strange programs that we don't even know about ourselves at this and share that information maybe. No, that's a wonderful idea. I mean, I'm every day at my, at my work, I'm learning about new programs. Um, and it's every day I learn something new to be honest with you. And it blows me away in a good way and in a very good way that there is that there is this help out there. So there you go. We got it from an insider. <laughs> insider information. So, okay. Christmas party. Now, 
my understanding is while Starfish was the beginning and, and the working with those couple kids was the antithesis of um, this Christmas party. That's something that, that was apparently what actually brought Starfish to be? Yes, yes. That was the beginning of Starfish. Um, so, when the kids got off the bus, I realized this wasn't about this little boy anymore. This was about a little community living in this hotel. And first thought was, let's go on Facebook, ask for some um, money, get some presents. You know, I'll spring for... 15, 20 pizzas, maybe they'll give us a discount, you know, little, little thing in the lobby, you know, just, just to give back a little bit, you know, nothing, nothing huge. Now to cut in, since then you've made a deal with Papa John's or are you allowed to say that? Uh, not right now. We, we did. Papa John's was helping us uh, a few times, a few times. We actually had a little, uh, a few um, little meetups at the hotel that I was with. This was all before, before COVID happened and Papa John's was nice enough to, they had a deal with if we bought, they gave us half off for anything that we bought. And then, so if we bought 10 pizzas half off, they gave us another 10 pizzas. That's so, awesome. Yeah, no, they, they, they helped a lot. Um, haven't been working with them right now because of the COVID. Um, the main hotel that I worked, that I, I volunteered at, completely shut down with donations or anything like oh, that. Oh, did? Yeah, we wouldn't. Um, that's the one we went to, right? Yep, that's the one that we oh, went to. Man. And right when COVID started, I started a big food drive at the school I was working at at the time. And we had an assembly for something else. And I came and I talked to each assembly about the, um, the crisis that we're in. And some of your, your friends are going hungry and they're not telling you. So we got these big bins. We got a whole bunch of food. And so COVID hit, shut the school down. I had all this food, went to donate it. They, would, they wouldn't even take the canned goods. I mean, I could see anything else, but... Um, yeah, they wouldn't take anything. They wouldn't take clothes. Uh, so now that, you know, we're not out of the woods yet with, with COVID, but no. here here in Florida, I think the restrictions are, I don't want to say laxer than other places, but things are slowly coming back. So that is on the agenda now with Outreach Warrior and our sponsor, our big company, um, Starfish, is to get back into these hotels now, bring back the food, have the outreach days when we go and we give out food, distribute food, distribute clothes. And the other thing that you had mentioned to me on this, that one of the things you want to do is actually get the stories from the people themselves. Not just, you know, here's how we can help and here's what, but literally get down in the trenches and get some of these stories so people understand that it isn't just one type of person. Absolutely. And, and that, to me, is the biggest thing because I know there's a stigma and I know sometimes you'll see someone standing on the side of the road with a sign asking for money. And the first thing you think of is, Oh, they're going to go buy drugs or alcohol with it. People, people think that, you know, or I, you know, I don't not to cut you off, but I actually ran into one and I kind of exposed them because like you said, I, I, I love helping people, but I, I hate being taken advantage of. And I happen to notice in my area, there was these same ladies that, would every once in a while go from that corner over to the store and hand this guy something. So it was almost like this guy was pimping homeless females to collect the money. And uh, I, I went in and talked to the store owner and we basically confronted the guy 
to give the girls their damn money back and the girls defended him as like it was almost like this weird little homeless cult so I don't even know how much of that kind of and that that opens on. a whole nother door with with I do now with um, trafficking and everything like that, which is a huge huge issue around here too. It's something that I never knew about until yeah, I started so working. He's pimping them to stand on the corner to Absolutely. get the, the, the you know Money. dollar. Yeah, is he gonna then pimp them that next step if they go, hey, if I pull over, you got something for me? I mean, you know, this can go deeper and deeper. As oh, it's dive. it's. I, mean, I had no idea about the things that go on. Um, but working in the shelter I work in now, it's it's you'd be surprised. That's something we can talk about. That, that that's a whole other like three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but there there is that stigma, and there's also the people. That's a funny little story. Um, no, it's not funny, but I was with my children, and we were driving by, and then on the side of the road was peculiar a, story. Peculiar. I like that. I like that. I like peculiar. Driving by, and there was a family, man, woman, two children, and I had a sign asking for money. And the son was playing a Nintendo Switch sitting on the ground. And my nine-year-old child at the time says, Dad, they're asking for money, but yet the son's sitting there playing his Nintendo. So, I mean, I don't know how successful they were. And then there's also been times I've seen people panhandling and then getting in their car, you know, which you think, that, I mean, and then just because they have a car doesn't mean that they're not in, in dire times. Dude, but. I had the same kind of thing. I saw this man sitting there with his kids and I was like, he's almost like using the kids to get money. So what I did is instead of giving him some money, when I came back out of the grocery store, I gave him a couple sandwiches. And the tears erupted because he wasn't just pimping his kids for money. He had nowhere to go with them. So there's so many oh, sides to this coin. It's, absolutely. It's amazing. And that's why I feel like it's important to go into the trenches and talk to some of these people and hear their stories because sometimes we just need a little help and it could be, it could or be just you. somebody to believe in us. Ab absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? Um, it could be me. It could be you. Something could happen. I'd, I'm not that many paychecks away. If something huge happened to my life, you know, that could be us in the hood. Just like you said, at I've one point you were very you're... close several times. Yeah. And it's even now, to be honest, <laughs> it's, it's just, like I said, just if we can help one person at a time and create awareness and that, that one starfish turns into two starfish and three starfish, that would be so beautiful. That would be awesome. So about the Christmas party, though. Yeah, we, yeah. We're... sorry, we got sidetracked. No, no, sorry, no, it's good. That's a good That's a good tangent we just got into there. But um, I and wish... this is why I wanted to do this. Yeah, oh, this is, this because is great. sometimes this is... when you're just talking to a microphone, you're kind of just getting out the points. But when you're having a conversation, you kind of... Sometimes it goes on a little too long. And that's what we were talking doesn't. about the first episode. It was my first time recording, and I was, uh, you know, nervous. And th th this feels, you know, much more organic. And, and well, cool. And, that's what I was hoping this would do. So the Christmas party, um, it took. I went to ask for donations online. This was before the company was started or anything like that. Uh, I just told the truth. I said, "This is what we're looking into." Um, if you'd like to go on Amazon, you can ship us some presents. And then that turned into, well, maybe you can make a wish list. And I was like, oh, I'm not. Socks, underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah. So, I, I did. And um, so, I didn't, I'm not that Amazon savvy. So, I figured out how to do a wish list. We did, you know, some clothes, uh, baby goods, um, toys. And then, um, actually, when we get rolling with um, our Facebook page and web page and everything, I'll put some of the pictures up. This, is, this was 2019. 
took and I and I took numerous pictures of our Christmas tree with the presents that kept rolling in and it was and it was amazing. And so I can't I can't take credit for for the it just it what not to get religious but what God did with this was was huge. Um more and more and more presents came in and more wow. people started talking about wow. it. More people started talking about it online and then I also put it on um the Claremont page and people started talking about that. And then other people reached out to me. One of my partners in Starfish found, uh, was through someone that volunteered. Her friend heard about it, and she she actually works with us now. And she got it, and she got some people, and then she got some people. So to make a long story short, um, the night of the party. Oh, and this is this is my favorite part of the whole. This just shows you how how it can work and spread. Um, I wanted a snow machine. I wanted a little snow machine just so because in my mind I'm still thinking. Some presents in the lobby, some pizza. Now I I'm, and now the presents are growing, and now you're thinking experience. So now I'm thinking, okay, you know, what? I'll dress up as Santa. I'll dress, I'll dress up as Santa. So, but I wanted a snow machine. So I talked to a friend who does kind of that entertainment stuff for a living, and he he couldn't let me borrow one, but he gave me some advice. So I went looked on Amazon. They were hundred two hundred dollars. Reviews were all poor mm -hmm. on them. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to buy one and not. Oh, uh, exactly, and so. I'm on Facebook and I see somebody I used to work with who runs a childcare center now. And what do I see in all these pictures? S tons of snow inside inside this building. <laughs> and I was like, so I, I emailed her. I said, please. I was like, I'll do anything. I was like, can I please get the snow machine just for one night? I'll pay you a little bit of money. She goes, so they're not mine. They're a dad's of one of the kids here. But I'll put you in contact with them. He calls me. Super awesome guy. He goes, well, these, these, can I, like, can I borrow one? He goes, well, my snow machines are about $1,600, $1,600. And I was like, oh, okay. But he's like, he's like, no, I'll come. We'll set it up. And he's like, and I also want to bring a sound stage. And I'm like, a sound stage. Oh, wow. And so he's on the entertainment business. Um, long story short, night of the party. It's about a 20 foot stage. Takes up the width of the parking lot, puts it in the back, <laughs> brings a DJ, brings the snow machines. And if um, you guys would like to see um, see the party, it is on YouTube. It's it's be called All Because of Philip 2019 is the name of the party, and I believe it's Philip with two L's. We'll see if we can put that in the description. Oh yes, that's a great idea. And um, you can see the snow. So the snow fell. I was the Grinch, passing out the presents, and um, it was just uh, Papa John's catered pizza, Chick Fil A catered chicken nuggets chewies a local um mexican restaurant brought chips salsa uh we had people doing arts and crafts we had a, someone donate a bounce house some of these kids got new bikes so you went and, from a christmas party to a christmas fair it was yeah it was it, and we had people that um and awesome. since i put it on the claremont page i didn't even put it on the Kissimmee because I, I live out in, in claremont um People were showing up that just heard about it, and people uh, during the night bringing more presents and more wow. presents. So um, you can see it in the video, and there's lots of pictures. Maybe we could put together some something with the pictures and stuff. Um, oh yeah. Every room we're getting box, and the people that worked at the hotel were, were were organizing them and everything. And every room we're getting just two or three big boxes full of presents. And I know presents aren't the most important thing about Christmas and holidays. But for children to that, kid, but, but to but to a kid, you know that's that's pretty amazing, and it was a lot of people's 
a lot of people put a lot of hard work into it. And like I said, I can't take all the credit by any means. But it was just an idea, and it turned into something unbelievable. And what I'm hoping to do now with Outreach Warrior, um, as our sponsor, Starfish, is to start getting back to that with people that want to be warriors in our community. And the goal right now is to try to get to these hotels and start off with doing a little bit of food, like a food day with pizza, get a pizza sponsor. So every Tuesday, maybe they come and get pizza every Thursday. Maybe we can have clothes donations. So trying to go back to that, that grassroots outreach. That would be great. Okay. Uh, that's, that's everything I had hoped to hear from you about that. Cause I didn't, I didn't even hear that much detail myself. Now on the last show, you mentioned that we have a certified psychiatrist to help those in need that maybe can't afford it or come uncomfortable with the system so they can't make it to there or whatever. Now, wouldn't that be awesome if we could get more warriors like you had just mentioned, not just dollars, not just goods, but service. Somebody that works at Indeed, hopefully maybe listen to this and, and say, hey, we can help you guys or, or uh, LinkedIn because they work with resume services and everything else because I realized that you know like I've I've heard some of these stories myself and sometimes it's like well you know I, I my resume sucks my handwriting sucks uh, I, I don't have a clean set of clothes so the clothes things but hygiene you know I where, where can I take a shower you know those are the kind of things that uh, it would be great if we could somehow reach out and get some of those yes and absolutely what you just said it's not just about money it's not just about presence it's uh, services is a huge thing um resumes absolutely that that's a huge absolutely huge clothes nice clothes all it would take maybe for one person was to get their resume together and a nice outfit and just a shot so please warriors out there um, let's come together. Um, anything. Oh, about the psychiatrist. Yes. My friend, um, she is a yeah, wonderful, jumped over yeah. it, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um, she's a wonderful person. Um, I met her through helping out at different places. Uh, she wants to offer services to people that are living in the hotels, displaced families, because that's gotta be a huge mental health weight on your shoulders. Um, anxiety, depression. Um, and then sometimes we spoke just a few days ago about this, about working with these people and it, it sometimes brings drug usage too. They're depressed and then you gotta that's escape somehow. Ab absolute. Mm -hmm, yep. And that's just another Avenue that they could go down. So we think offering mental service help would be extremely, uh, would, would be extremely beneficial. Just having somebody to talk to, I can, I can tell you from personal feelings that just having somebody to talk to that understands how to answer your your fear question whatever sometimes is almost as important as that buck absolutely absolutely i can't i can't agree with you more well james i think we should go ahead and wrap this up i do appreciate you know the time to step on your show and and share these things with you and dig a little deeper into what you want to do um 
I hope everybody pardons our dust. The microphones may not sound perfect. Um, we still got a long ways to go with this. Yep, we're we're still learning. Tom is doing a excellent job. He knows the magic here. I I um I look at the stuff. <laughs> I I look at all this stuff around here. I have no idea. Uh, all I'm doing is just talking. But I would really like to reach out and say thank you to Public Supermarkets. They're a major corporation down here in Florida. And, and now, what do what do what's what's with Publix? Are you doing anything with them, or have you still got an open door, or what? Uh, we are working with Publix right now. Uh, I cannot take the credit right now. My wife Rebecca is doing the work with Publix right now. We. She picks up bread um, twice a week. Oh, really? Yes, Publix donates day of and day old bread wow. and also pastries. You, It would blow your mind the amount of bread that she gets um, that they don't sell. You know, And Publix is nice enough to give it to nonprofit organizations. And um, so she goes and does that twice a week. Um, she brings it to people in need, also churches. So big thank you for Publix. Hopefully we can get them more more of a sponsor too for Outreach Warrior as well. And if you know somebody um, that might want to be involved, please reach out to us. Um, our email is outreachwarrior at gmail.com. Let us know questions, comments. Um, I'm really thankful to be here. I'm thankful for Tom and thankful that we get this opportunity to help others. And like I said, my goal in the near future is to do a outreach a warrior meetup at one of these hotels in the near future start small um we'll get bigger we're also going to probably work on a gofundme and uh, things of those nature as well and currently just to update everybody we are available on spotify when i put some video to it on youtube google podcasts and radio public and we're working on getting on apple and we're working on getting on Amazon Music all via Red Circle. So, again, James, thank you. And actually, cheer show. Why don't you say thanks and goodbye? <laughs> thank you, Warriors. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, again, big thanks to Tom. He's a great guy. He, he has the magic here. Um, let's just get together, help pull our resources that we have. And it doesn't have to be money. <laughs> I don't have a lot of money. But it can be anything that we can. And if you know somebody, if you know a company that can offer services or anything like that, please reach out to us. Thank you for joining us for our second edition of Outreach Warrior, and we'll see you next time.